0: across the park podcast is proud to be sponsored by globe gas and heating for the best kitchen and bathroom renovations boiler servicing and repair and central and underfloor heating in the northwest head over to globecentralheating.com and quote across the park for a free quote Hello, welcome to Across the Park Podcast. It is the Big Match Preview. Um, this is the first live show we've ever done. Um, a little bit beh- behind the scenes, my guest tonight is a, is a big live broadcaster. And he's twisting my arms into going live. So please, Chris, go easy on me. Friends of the show, Chris, from Leicester Till I Die, TV,
1: welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing, my friends? Well, uh, ask me again in 24 hours. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, no, actually, no, 30-odd hours. Uh, I don't know about um having to take all the blame for it, but we'll, we'll see. Now, I'm, uh, I'm good. you know what? At the end of the day, it's football, you know. And I can remember uh, when we went down to League One a few years ago and uh, Ian Holloway, and, you know, we'd never been down that far before. It was, you know, it was the one season, you know, that we'd managed to avoid it for numerous seasons. So there was an there was an inevitability about it, but when it actually happened, it was sort of, well, I'm still here, I'm still breathing, you know, mm-hmm. Telly's still working, uh, you know, I, I'm not being bombed by Russia outside or anything like that. So yeah, I mean, it, when you know, I think it's a bigger thing that we make up than than we actually. It probably really is. I mean, financially for the club, obviously. And, you know, you're going to take some stick off the other half of Liverpool. We don't have that problem. But look, you know, it's it's a game at the end of the day. I, I wish
0: I had that mindset. I am really, really <laughs> um, struggling with this season, I think, as an Evertonian. And anyone who's watching live on on Lesser Till I Die TV, uh, welcome to the Across the Park podcast. This is an Everton YouTube channel, which I know we're streaming over on Leicester Till I Die TV. We will cover the game and, and cover both teams as, as much as we can. But, but Chris, I, I really am. I'm hitting with it. I think last season was a. For me, I thought never again. Um, and that there might be a bit of self entitlement. There might be a little bit of, you know, I think Everton are, you know, or, or, or I don't know, Everton are a massive club. And maybe I've got a bit of self entitlement in relation to, to where we should be. Um, I, I didn't think we'd end up here again. Um, it is hurting, I'm really worried. I, I think from both sides, I think results have gone okay this weekend for us. What, what I do yeah. want to do is, is, is we last spoke before the game, um, I think it was the end of October, early November, right? where you mm. won at Goodersk Park. We, we, had, we had a show and, and, and you were talking about um, how, why you thought Leicester had started the season so poorly and, and your hopes for maybe turning it around. It hasn't quite turned around and, and from the outside, I've, I've, I've watched you um, sack Brendan Rodgers, who again, from the outside, I, I think is a, is, is a good manager. So, what, what's actually what? He's no,
1: spoken like a true Evertonian. No, he was a an no,
0: Again, and this is why we do this because I'm from the outside and I'm looking in and feel free to ask me some questions. But for me, I, I thought he was a good manager.
1: I'm sure you'll disagree. What went wrong this season with, with Leicester and Brendan Rodgers? Do you know, um, a manager is only as good as his last season. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, and I think, you know, if we if we look at, the, you know, the German that's on the other, you know, side of the, you know, Mersey or whatever it is, you know, if he was anywhere else, he would have probably gone by now, you know, mm-hmm. but, but look, he came in and I'll always be grateful for him because uh, he won us the, the FA Cup at the fifth attempt, you know, we were the biggest club, officially the biggest club that had <laughs> n- never won it, Um that wasn't my words. That is, you know, look, we're all self-entitled to our own club, but that was what, you know, the, the, they had on the website. And um, he, you know, got us the charity shield. I was, I was actually at Wembley with my son watching us win a trophy. And moments like that, and I'll always be grateful to him for that. Just i was always be grateful for Claudio Ranieri. I mean, if he walked in here now, he could bend me over and I'd have his children. But... <laughs> When we got rid of him, when we got rid of him, he had to go. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. otherwise you'd, you'd have managers for oh, he won us this trophy twenty years ago, we're still gonna keep him. Um, so and ever, all the Liverpool fans kept saying to us, you know, like, Oh, you know, you, you wait till you get to year season four or year four, you know, you'll you'll see what he's like. we say, No, we'll see how he does, you know, maybe that was just Liverpool, no he was rubbish when he got to season four and he came with this reputation of being a fantastic coach and I think as all Leicester fans we, we'd had Claude prowl before and my god it was boring mm-hmm. and Rodgers came in and was exciting he got Jamie Vardy playing again um, and I think we looked at it and thought oh here's this manager who's won all these trophies and you know he's got Liverpool to second and you know, we 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 joke about the the, the the you know slippy Steve and what have you, but it wasn't. I mean, the whole season that you know they they would have lost it. But it it, it I think we got clouded by because at the end of the day he was at Celtic for God's sake. You know, half the time he was at Celtic. Rangers weren't even in the same bloody division. You know, they'd been dropped down. So you know, you or me could go up to uh, up to uh, Scotland and win things with either one of them. You know, one of the <laughs> Glasgow club, so I don't think necessarily he was as good as maybe his reputation thought he was. He certainly wasn't as good as his ego thought he was, um, and I, I find it very difficult when a manager, yes, every club has to do a rebuild, right? but using that as an excuse to me smacks that you're not a very good manager. Okay, he should, you know he we were playing worse football under him at the end than we were under Puel he did not have any size, any smaller a squad than any other club because we've all got the same size squad what he had was a smaller group of players that he trusted or that were his favourites if you like you know yeah. Ocho, and we're going to lose him now at the end of the season don't know what's happened there he hasn't been, he's played a couple of league cup games and often Match, I think it was against Manchester City earlier in the season, and he was just never playing. You know, his attitude isn't right, said Rogers, blah, blah, blah. John Terry comes in, says, What who the goals? This guy is good, brings yeah. it back into the fold, even against Man City and then um, Wolves, and almost with Leeds as well. He was our man of the match, uh, and, and yet Rogers would never pick him because he he could never admit he was right. He we went three quarters of last season playing zonal marking, which everybody could see didn't work except Brendan Rogers. But it was his, it was always his way or the highway, and unfortunately, he's now gone on the highway. But it should have been a few months earlier. So, so again, you, you talk you, you've started off talking there about
0: both success under Rogers and, and and yeah. And and then you've ended by saying it was it was some of the worst football that, that you yeah. probably how how does it get how does it get to that? Because I, I know that's the million dollar question, but you are the fan who's watching every week. Could could you see that coming yeah. or, or, <laughs> oh,
1: not, not through choice, <laughs> but I have to because then my team
0: but was that was that coming over a period of time or was it quite a shock to you as well?
1: You know, we, we got this brand new training facility, and we've got we've got players that so you've got Jamie Vardy. That likes to train on a hard pitch, so we have a hard pitch for him. And we've got um, Johnny Evans, who likes to play on—you know—train on a softer pitch. So we've got soft pitches for him. It's like having bloody racehorses, do you know what I mean? <laughs> And he, yeah, we 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 got this great training facility, but we were forever getting injuries. Now, I don't mean players were getting injured on the pitch, and yes, that was happening, and we accept that. Johnny Evans came back on recently. Five minutes he played, walked off. He was fine. One training session, he's injured again. It was I don't know who was doing the the training for Rogers. It must have. I think it was Harold Chipman because he would have caused us less problems than bloody Rogers. (laughs) Because obviously at the end of the day, it all goes you know comes from him. It was awful for Farno when we signed him from Saint Etienne. He said he's never known such intense training. Right. Well, why wasn't, you know, why didn't somebody go, hey, Brendan, let's have a word, you know, how can we get in all these injuries? Maybe you need to look at your training. He just, he, 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 he throws people under the bus, which I don't agree with. You know, it was, it was never his fault. I mean, um, we played Southampton on the first game of this season and it was too hot the players were worn out in the first game of the season. Uh, Yeah, Brendan, but you only used two substitutes. We do have five. Ah, Okay. We played Brentford. Um, Ah, well, we've got a very, very young team, you know. (laughs) Excuse me. No, sorry. um, Southampton, I think it was. No, Brentford was the weather. Southampton was the... We played a young team, and yet Southampton had the youngest team on the pitch since 2017 by any Premier League club. You know, these excuses were just Come in, but it was never his fault. Hmm. He would never say, actually. And then, all right, managers don't. But, you know, we used to joke about Arsene Wenger. Oh, he never saw it. He never saw it. Yeah, and yeah. they do say, don't they, that after a while, owners end up looking like the dogs. And they say, and it's, with managers, the players end up having the same attitude as the manager. And we used to call I, – I, he can get seal bars. And we used to call him the seal because he stand at the side of the pitch going – no, he he couldn't make a substitution before. I think, you know, in, the, in the, all the years he was here, about three times he made substitutions at half-time. Now, Dean Smith's come in. First of all, he's recognised that it's better for the club to have Soyuncu on the pitch than for his ego not to have him on the pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, then he sort of realised that, oh, things aren't going right, so we need we make a change at half-time. Oh, and we win the game. So... Um, he, he, he actually celebrates when we win a guy. He shouts at his team. So one, of the, one of the team was so said to him, apparently somebody caught it or was, was near him and said, like, oh, this isn't going right. And he said, well, well, get up the other end of the pitch and sort it of out then. You know, we should, if we'd got – I mean, I think we've stumbled very luckily upon Dean Smith because obviously he wasn't the first choice. Have you, um, have you been impressed with Dean Smith? Yes. Yes. I mean, he was always going to get a good welcome back because he's come with Craig Shakespeare. Of course, yeah. Craig Shakespeare, of course, was here with Nigel Pearson. Craig Shakespeare's done the great escape with us once before, so he knows yeah. what's involved. Dean Smith has also done a bit of an escape with Aston Villa. Um and our defense as bad as it's been, we've now got one of the best all-time um defenders in John Terry. Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's perfect. To me, I'm so glad Jesse Marsh turned us down. I'm so glad Harry Potter decided he, he Trish, was... Do know, do you know what?
0: I, I'll, I'll just sorry to interrupt. Do you know when you were linked with Jesse Marsh as an Evertonian in the relegation
1: battle, I was thinking, please, go yes. to that. Um, I was. He, I I was actually prepared to say, come on, we just need somebody to come in with some different ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I had Carl, a Leeds fan, come on, and my God, I was ready for topping myself at the end of that if we signed him. But again, another manager whose ego was bigger than his talents were. Um, I just, no, Dean Smith, we're lucky Um, if we, and this is going to be the question, if he does keep us up, do we still go back for Graham Potter? I think we give him a chance because he's kept us up. And if you look at Dean Smith and what he's achieved, Thomas Frank is as successful as he is at Brentford. It's because of what Dean Smith put in place. Hmm. He got um, Jack, you know, he got Aston Villa promoted. He got Jack Grealish to sign a new contract hmm. so that, you know, he turned him into a £100 million player. When Norwich sacked him, they were fifth. You know, I mean, it didn't deserve to be sacked. You know, he's not got a bad record. And we've kind of stumbled into him. But, yeah. And and you know what? I actually asked, and I'm going to throw a question back at you here. Because ages and ages, uh, and who's a Leicester fan on another channel, he was screaming for Sean Dyche. That's the sort of manager we want. He'll keep us up, blah, blah, blah. And I said, no, not Sean Dyche. I lived in Burnley for years, so I I know Burnley things quite well. And I went, no, oh, we don't want him. But again, towards the end, I'm thinking he might be the man to keep us up, more so than Sam Allardyce. And, of course, you went and got him, and we all went, for God's sake. It's another one we've missed out on. Now, I'm looking at it. How happy are you with Sapshaw and he's not He's not blameless, Chris.
0: I think the past um, four or five games, I think he's made mistakes in, all, in nearly all of them. Uh, I think what we we so so when we got that, I felt a level of not not security and not safety, but I felt better about going into this, this running. I, I thought if anyone can, because don't forget we've had Allardyce, You mentioned Allardyce there, We've had Allardyce and we've watched it, and it wasn't pretty. But Allardyce put an eighth place finish onto a team that, when he came in, were in the relegation zone um, or, or hovering above the relegation zone. So. That's all I wanted. I didn't want to see attractive football. I just wanted my football club to be safe. I wanted to be able to take my little boy to Premier League games next season. Um, and I thought we were going to get that. And the bounce, the first game, we beat Arsenal 1-0. Don't forget, at home at Goodison Park. And it, yes. was, it, was, it was it was one of those, you know, really, really great football games where you'll always remember. I think a great atmosphere, great results. Mm. And you enjoyed, you enjoyed the pint after it. Just a great day. Um, and then we beat Brentford. I think we beat Leeds at home. We got a, we got a point away at Nottingham Forest since then, Chris, it has been really, really worrying. We've, we've not really built on that. Now, any if there are any Fulham fans who are somehow watching this, this is not meant to be disrespectful. But we had Fulham at home um two weeks ago who were without Mitrovic, who were arguably on the beach, not really doing much. And we got B3-1 and the heads dropped. And Newcastle arguably should have put five or six pastors on Thursday night, and the heads dropped. I didn't expect Sean's I to have to have an Everton team where heads were dropping and players were walking past them. Um I've been alerted to the fact that and, and again it's difficult because you, you you don't know the ins and outs of other clubs no. as an outsider. You you see little things. Now I've been alerted to that Burnley team or his Burnley team did have moments like that where, where they got beat at home heavily by mm-hmm. teams maybe like ourselves, Leicester and Everton went to Burnley and got really good score lines and, and beat Burnley comfortable. I think with Dice now, I think I'll, I'll, without speaking for the fan base, I'll never speak for the fan base. But, but from gathering from what I read on social media, I think a lot of Evertonians are a little bit worried about his decisions. And we're going into this game on Monday night, and he seems to have his favourites and, and his favourite players.
1: <laughs> his <laughs> play, his, oh,
0: his well, favourite cool. <laughs> players who aren't really people that you want to go to battle with. He, he's playing um, Michael Keane, who. No, God love Michael Keane. He's 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 yeah. he try he tries his best, but he's a, he's a very very limited defender. And teams play on him on Thursday night. Teams plays on Newcastle plays on him. We're playing um Ben Godfrey, who's a six foot two centre half. We're playing him right back because we want the aerial presence when we've got a Scotland international, and Nathan Patterson, who's a who's a really good right back on the bench. And we now seem to be getting into a territory where we're stuck in the mud a little bit. Um, so, so to I know it's a long winded answer to, to a yeah. short question, but but look, it's um, I did feel safe when Sean Dyche came in. I, I don't feel as
1: safe as I initially did in in January. Um, and we, I think we we're all into... the same. We all said, like I said before, yeah, bloody hell, that's the guy that we wanted. And there's probably yeah. other clubs down there felt the same. Uh, I, I, one a good good friend. At the, there's a Burnley podcast. Um, he was um, he kind. Of, I think it was him that said to me like. Sean Dyson, when you were doing well at Burnley, had a certain type of player. Now, you. what you have, um, you haven't got those sort of players. You've got more technical play. You uh, technically a better standard. Uh, Are you sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> they shoot on paper. <laughs> we'll we'll baby, yeah. Football's an easy game on paper, isn't it? We yeah, win every game, but um, you know, and maybe that's why. Um, but to be honest with you, I am absolutely pooping myself about Monday. Um, yeah. I remember last season, it was toward, about this time, wasn't it, towards the end. You'd won one game away all bloody season. Yeah. And you came and you beat us. 2-1, yeah. Yeah. And um, I I used to have Elton Wellesby. You know, he's a, an Everton fan. Big Evertonian, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he, you know, he always said, "Oh, about the atmosphere at Everton, it's a bit like Newcastle. You know, it's definitely the twelfth man." Uh, so I'm glad this is a, a Leicester. Um, I, I just uh, let's face it: if this was a normal season, we'd both be cut adrift by now.
0: We we're so lucky that there's that many poor teams yes. around us.
1: Yes, yeah, it's been a really, really funny season. So I'm really grateful that we are where we are um, and we've still got a chance to get out of it but every now and again a team pops along that's that's around us and gets like Forest midweek they won Um, uh, Southampton got a point against um, uh, Arsenal and who saw that coming they've beaten us twice this season Southampton that's how bad we are Uh, but (laughs) I know exactly I just I am worried. I'm not going to lie, and I think both of us, to a degree, are, are relying on other teams being with us as well.
0: Of course, of course. Uh, and and I, I keep saying to my friends, so, so my friends say, "Stop watching other teams. Stop worrying about <laughs> other teams." I'm, I'm, I'm at the arcade today with my little boy, and I'm looking at the Bournemouth. I'm looking at the Bournemouth score. I'm looking at the Southampton score. I'm in the arcade. With my five year old little boy and. God love those those Evertonians. God love those Leicester fans who are not looking at other teams. I don't know how you're getting through your I weekend know. because I I'm, I'm, I'm worried sick. But we've had a good comment there from from Leon in, in, the, um, in the YouTube comment. So thanks, Leon, for commenting and, and welcome to the show. He's basically sums it up there, saying he, he thinks that the winner of this match will stay up. Is it that simple for you, Chris?
1: No, it isn't that simple. Um, I think the loser is in deep doo-doos. Yeah. Not, not, not down. Definitely not down. But it's certainly, you know, like the Titanic. You know, uh, there will be a big hole in the side of the of the ship. So yeah. we don't know. I mean, there's still five games to go. Now, I, I'm sure we'll come on to a second who we've got left in the runnings. Yeah. But I don't think the winner of this game stays up. Just on that, um, I think whoever wins it will give it will give them the confidence to go on um and that that that's the big thing um i mean we we have in that since dean smith taken over and we forget everything that went on before because that's really when our season started when he took mm-hmm. over um because the, the interim manager was as much use as a fart in a space suit to be honest with uh, you know well we we we, we sacked rogers and so we put this guy in charge, who was the first team coach, and he thought it was a good idea to do exactly the same as Rodgers had been doing. No, no, just sacked him for doing that. Why are you doing the same? But anyway, so Dean Smith's come in, he's changed things around, he's putting square pegs in square holes in a way, which I always think is great, play a player where they, they should be played. Um, but he came, you know, we know, we played Man City. Now, we actually, I don't know, we. We didn't win the game. We lost it 3-1. We were 3-0 down after 20 minutes, which I've got to say, not as bad as Spurs at Newcastle. So thank you, Spurs. <laughs> you took us out of that one this season. But we, if you'd have given me 3-1 at the start, I would have spitten your hand off because we only, we only conceded two goals against yeah. our... our, our uh, and our goal difference is the best of everybody down there. That could be... What keeps us up? That could be that extra point, yeah. as they, they say, that keeps us up. Uh, so that went well. We then went and beat Wolves. Having gone 1-0 down, we came back and, and actually won a game. Well, you know, I don't know when the last time that happened. And at Leeds, uh, all right, you know, we had a goal ruled out, which was a superb goal by Tielemans. Went 1-0 down again. Under Rogers. we would not have come back and, and even got a draw there. Um, and we could have won it again because we had, you know, another goal – uh, disallowed, mate. I was off the couch when Vardy scored. Trust me, yeah. yes. that was a good result for Everton. Yes, well, exactly. But this, well, I'm the same as you. I'm looking at today's results, thinking, and I'm I put a tweet out saying that if if we beat you, and it is a big if, but if we beat you, we will go up to sixteenth, and it yeah. <laughs> just sounds great. And not only that, we will dump Forest in the bottom three. I mean, it's a double cool. whammy, you know. <laughs> Sorry, Luke, if you're watching, he's a Forest fan. Uh, but how how bad was it the other week? We were seventeenth on goal difference, and we were happy because we were just outside of that bottom three. I've got so, no
0: time for Nottingham Forest. They've they threw a wrench in it that that, that win against Brighton on a oh, was it Wednesday night. I've got no time yeah. for
1: Forest. They've made they me even Brighton more worried. Six, five past bloody Wolves. What the hell, Brighton? No. You know? no. Um, I, I I think the worst thing is if it's a draw because I don't think that will do either of us any good. Everyone else around us
0: will be happy with that, won't they? Everyone else. And look, I, I think, look, looking at your fixtures, I've just brought it up there. I think you've got Fulham away. Yes. Uh, next Bank Holiday Monday, we, we've got Brighton away. Um, then you've got my lovable neighbours at home. Um, yeah. Whilst we've got Manchester City at home. Um, you've got Newcastle away. Now, this is where it gets interesting. So, so for Everton, the last week of the season is where I think if we can pull out of it, we'll pull out of it. So we, we, you've got Newcastle. We have Wolves away, who I really hope will be on the beach. I I really Mm -hmm. want Wolves to pull out of it by that point. And then you've got West Ham at home last game of the season, and we have Bournemouth at home last game of the season. And now we're looking at West Ham and Bournemouth could be out of it by that last game. And then I I think with my sort of mystic Meg looking ahead to that final <laughs> weekend of the season I think three or four teams are going to be still in it at that point put,
1: put your glass balls away
0: not not on screen please <laughs> well, I, I had to get out at some point unfortunately this is the show <laughs> I, I had to do it. sorry Chris but look I, I think that last that last week yeah. of the season
1: well we've got Ma- Matthew amazing. Harrison is in the chat um, and he has uh, he's actually a Bournemouth fan he's a Cherry fan so yeah. I, I, I imagine he's very very happy uh, as we speak um De- they say 39 points, Bournemouth. Fair, they place, are fair, fair, place, fair, fair place. They've know. been brilliant, us. I, I mean, the funny thing is, I, I literally live three miles outside of Bournemouth. So it's. Yeah, uh, saying, yeah. I, I, I don't want them and Southampton to go down and we stay up because we'll <laughs> otherwise I'll have no games to go and see. But look, Fulham, after you, we've got Fulham. Fulham, that's Mitrovic's last game of his ban. Okay. and I think without Mitrovic, Fulham have absolutely, it's ruined their season. That one game has absolutely done their season. Um, so it is the last game before Mitrovic comes back. So hopefully we can take advantage of that. Now we've then got Liverpool. Now I don't know what to make of Liverpool this season. I don't want to talk about them too much because obviously this is a this is an Everton channel. But you know, we we, we they beat us two one, and we scored all three goals. You know, we, have, we have to score their goals for them. They've lost a lead. They've lost for New, uh, to uh, Nottingham Forest. Their form away from home is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, they only just beat Forest last week at Anfield. Every time they scored, Forest came back into it. And you think, for God's sake, Liverpool, one job. You know what I mean?
0: Wait, and- that's, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. I'm saying yeah, to my mate, you yeah. son of a bitches.
1: Yeah. You know. um, and. Then, so who knows which way that would go. I'll take a point on that one. Newcastle at Newcastle. Yeah, just give them the three points. We'll give them the three points and save a fortune in the petrol (laughs) travelling up there. Now, West Ham is interesting because I wanted them to stay in Europe because hopefully it will tire them out and they'll get injuries. Yeah. But obviously the downside of that is it could give them um, confidence boost because they're in a semi-final. Um it gave us a confidence boost last season when we did that, and mm-hmm. they did it last season as well. I they're back in it now. I don't think they are out, out of it, and the fan base absolutely Moyes is, is, is hanging by a thread as far as the fans are concerned. Oh, the he, won't last, are, he won't last now. No, well, the rumors are that it's been agreed that he'll leave at the end of the season anyway. Uh so things aren't right at West Ham. So Depending how they get on, they could be back into it. They say we've got the easiest of run-ins of any of the teams down there. But look, us on paper. Uh, you know, if we if we'd if we'd have played our season on paper, we'd be in Champions League place by now. So mm. I ooh, this, this but it all pivots for both yourselves and us, I believe, on this game.
0: It is this is huge. It's 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 absolutely huge. So so we, we've looked back, we've we've looked forward, we are gonna get to the present. Before we do just get on to Monday, um, how do you feel about so many teams being involved? I will give you my opinion first. I hate it. I, I would rather it be a shootout, I'd rather Southampton be gone and Forest be gone and it just be between me and you. I, I hate the variables. Do you think that's the right way of looking at it, or are you of the opposite opinion. Do you think
1: it's good that there's so many teams in there? As a neutral, it'd be fantastic. Hmm. Because um you don't know me, but we're we're not neutral, we're in the middle of it. And <laughs> it's <laughs> I had hair at the start of this season. <laughs> um yeah. uh, in a, for me, I'm glad there's more teams in it. Okay. Because only because let's say Southampton were down. Oh, I'd love Forest to be down. Although I didn't predict them to go down, um, I predicted Bournemouth. Sorry, Matthew, but that was that's because you had Scott Parker. Come on, whoever had Scott yeah. Parker, <laughs> predicted to go down. Um, and, and, and but I just think there's more opportunities for for you know, like you say for for you, and I can see where you're coming from. But then that literally would be you could be that last team. Where now it could still be Leeds. It could West Ham could get drawn back into it. There's yourselves, us. You know, it looks like Southampton are down now. Uh, well done, Newcastle. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's it makes it more exciting. I mean, I'd I'd hate the thing is I'd hate to be the Southampton of the equation and think, yeah. oh God, here we have got five games gone and we're down already, sort of thing. So. Yeah, I, I I see it that way personally.
0: Fair enough. So so Monday night. Um, oh God! Don't I, I, look. I, <laughs> I was re- I was reading our socials before, and, and look, it, it's chestnut checkers is a point of good result. If you get out of the relegation zone on the last week of the season, of course, it's a good result. But we're living in the moment. We're living in the, at the present. I'm of the opinion that somehow, and I don't know how. I think Everton have to go and win on Monday. Are you of the same opinion for your team?
1: Yes. Yeah, I don't think a point does either of us any good. Um, I mean, I'm just looking at the table. Let me just get the table up here. Um, I mean, yeah, 24 for Southampton. So, thankfully, they're five, four points behind you, five points behind us. So, we've got that buffer to Southampton. Then 28 for you, 29 for us, 30 for Forest. I think a, if it is a if it is a draw, I think a point does us more good than you. Probably and that's yeah. purely because our goal difference is minus thirteen. Yours is minus twenty five. Forest yeah. is minus thirty two. I mean, when um oh who uh, who got a lot of goals? Um who did Newcastle play the other day? Was it Southampton? No, Southampton. Beat, they Every time they scored, I'm thinking, yes, that's another, goal. that's another goal on the goal difference. So, we need three points. Both of us need three points. I want the three points. Uh, if it is a draw, it's not the end of the world, but it just makes the job so much harder. And these are games, because Man City, we knew we weren't going to get anything at Man City. And then we looked, and no disrespect, because teams will be looking at Leicester and saying the same. Um you know, for us, we had Wolves Leeds, Everton, Fulham. Yeah. Before we get them, those are four games we should be looking at and saying we, we should be winning. And I say I have no disrespect to any of those clubs, including yourself, but you'll look at it the way Leicester played this season and go, "This is the game we should be winning." Because after this, the games get harder. Um, we've got we've got uh, four points so far out of six. So, we wouldn't have got to say if, if we'd kept the Bellend in charge. So, <laughs> I would, Sorry. He'll uh, uh, always be Brendan, Brendan Bellend to me now. Um, yeah, you, you, yeah, well, I'd, I'd take the point. Um, I'd want three. You can't afford the point. That's the thing. I don't think you can, because of your goal difference...
0: I don't know how we go and win, and this this sounds really negative. And the Evertonians who were watching this and and listening back on the podcast it will probably be you know slamming on in the cars and, and calling me all sorts. But I, I really think that we're in a bit of a lull at the moment, and, and and I've seen this happen to, to to teams. I've I've seen teams die before the end of the season, and I, I really I really hope I'm wrong, but i I think. The past few games is really not the stuffing out of Everton. If you watched the game on Thursday, Chris, have um, you seen some of the goals Newcastle scores? Our, oh, our players, our players were walking back.
1: I could not. I I watched that game. I actually did the watch along for it because it affected us. Because yeah. my my live preview is usually on a Thursday at, at eight or nine, and I said no this week I'm going to do the, my Everton preview. We're going to be watching Everton play Newcastle. Now Newcastle had just put. Five past Spurs in 20 minutes, or so whatever it was, and beat them six. one. Yeah. and I'm watching, and you 1 0. I'm thinking, bloody hell, yeah, Everton are doing all right here. Because, like I say, I'm only watching one game, so I'm just judging yeah. you on that. Um, and then second half, you, you just like somebody took a, a card from the bottom of a house, you know, a house of cards, and you just crumbled.
0: It was like it was. It was like a time. The player said, "Don't forget our bet. It's Newcastle over three and a half." It, it was. It was just a give up. It, it was. It was embarrassing. Um, now we've had the usual media. You know, some of the players are out this week. Abdalaziz Corey's done an interview today with the Daily Mail, saying that we care, we're going to get out of it. We've had the manager saying certain things again this week, but um, it feels different. And, I, and I've said on this podcast, regular Evertonians who, who listen and watch this will, will know what I mean by that this feels different to me this season. There feels a little bit of a resignation amongst the fan base. Um, and do you know what, Chris? A little bit of realism as well. I, I think a lot mm. of Evertonians are maybe getting a little bit of, you know, we haven't got a good team. We arguably haven't got um, a good manager. And, and the things off the pitch as well with the boards and the protest and our chairman has been told by, you know, safety advisors not to attend games. It's all chaotic. And, and I think the perfect storm for you and the unperfect storm for us, it sort of happened. So I'm really worried. I I can't come on this match preview and I, I can't be positive. I really can't. I'd love to be positive. I'd love to say we're gonna to go to Leicester and we're gonna do what we've done last season where our, our way end was unbelievable, where it was singing for 90 minutes, we took three points back home. I'd love to say that's gonna happen. But but you know what? I really, really fear Monday. I think it could be I really think it could be the opposite.
1: See what holds me back from sat there with a huge smile on my face is having this exact same conversation this time last year with Newcastle. Hmm. Even Newcastle, when we were predicting scores, we were predicting Leicester wins, and they went and beat us 4-1. Yeah. (laughs) Now, under Steve Bruce. So, look, this is Leicester. We are are top of the chart when it comes to shooting ourselves in the foot. So, (laughs) don't be I'm not sat here feeling any more confident than you are. You know, and I got asked the other day, and in a way, it's almost because we've we changed Dean Smith so late, and because he's had this immediate impact, it's almost given us like false hope. And let's be honest, it's the hope that kills you in football, always, isn't it? Always. <laughs> um, and I, I'm i not, I'm going to be watching it through. <laughs> I was doing, I don't know the what game it was, but there's the a penalty, and I'm going in it, it actual got the penalty the other the other week and I'm going and I'm there like this on the live watch like I can't watch I can't watch I can't watch I'm watching I can't watch I'm watching I mean I'm going to be like that it it's oh it is un, unreal but I'm the same as you because with, with Brendan we were hearing you know when you know you talk, you listen to a manager doing press conferences after the game and they. Reel out the same tripe week in, week out. And you've just said it there. We're trying. We're going to do the next game. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's the same BS. That's what we're getting with Brendan. He had the most boring press. I stopped covering the press conferences because me and Brad were just so bored listening to him drone on with the same one-tone thing every week, same answers. Dean Smiths come in, you know, and one of the guys said to him, like, you know, about uh, Newcastle putting um, six past Spurs. Anyway, well, yeah. it makes, makes our resort at Man City look better, doesn't it? You know, he's suddenly he's got personality. He's laughing, he's joking. But like I say, it may have given us false hope. I'm scared. I'm not going to lie. I'm yeah. not going to um, um, I'm going to have to get some uh, tenements I think before tomorrow night well,
0: Chris you've been really calm with your time, we've done just, just nearly 40 minutes so we will wrap it up I'm just a, a shout to Anthony Herbert in the comments who's just told me yeah. Liverpool will be Tottenham 4-3 so thank you very much for,
1: See, again, for that,
0: telling me that
1: Yeah he's an Arsenal fan so don't be too nice to him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Anthony second now mate
0: enjoy your glass of red wine mate thanks for letting me know that but look look, I, I think if we look at if we end the show Chris if you don't mind on, on, on a couple of predictions the first being the the game on Monday and, and the second being where you see um uh, the, the season ending for both sides I, I'll go first if you don't mind I would um be really 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 pleased is, is the wrong phrase but If I can get out of Monday with a point, I I think that's okay. I think Everton have to go into the last week of the season. Wolves and Bournemouth, that's where Everton jump in. I assume you've got a different perspective. So I'll I'll say nil-nil on Monday night for me. Uh, And and I think Everton... I think Leicester will be okay. And I've said this previously. I think Leicester will be okay. I, I think Southampton... I think Leeds are just the stone that doesn't stop falling. I think today's result has absolutely ended any hopes for them. I don't see them getting another point. I think Leeds are gone, and I think it's a shootout between Forest and Everton. Um, and I really, really, obviously hope it's Forest. So I'll go Southampton, Leeds, Forest, and nil-nil Monday. W- where are you going?
1: Um, if this was at Goodison Park, I would be having completely different thoughts about the game. But it's at the king power we've finally got we've got the clappers back so we've got a bit of atmosphere um we we've the, We've actually got fans now that are cheering the team um and the team are responding to that because they are playing better because they're being given the freedom. Uh, they're being given clear instructions about what to do. Not at some points, you, you looked at it, you thought, "What?" It, it was like 11 people with satnavs, and all the satnavs had broken. They had no idea where they were bloody going. Because of that, I'm sorry to say, and it's because it's, um, I have gone two nil to Leicester. Fair enough. Um, the good news for you is Inacho's chose out, and he is. Or
0: Vardy will start, I imagine.
1: He will, um, which to be honest with you, he's not been everybody's favourite player at the moment. But again, Dean Smith comes in and he's actually got, we're actually feeding the ball to him. So when he won the penalty the other night, it was like the Vardy of old. You know? So, Watching his lead,
0: he was great at Alan Rhodes, I thought, when he came Smith,
1: on. Because we played to his strengths. We know that he isn't the Vardy of old that will be just running around for 90 minutes, but Dean Smith and his and Craig and John have all realised that and said, we're going to use him properly. Where Rodgers, I mean, he stood there. Some games he came off that pitch having had nine touches, and four mm. of them are probably in his own half. Um, I said at the start of the season that it would be Bournemouth because of um, the, 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 the cardigan. Uh, <laughs> Leeds um because of the um jesse marsh and southampton because i felt it was southampton's time to go down uh i if you were to give me 17th now on goal difference i would bite your hand off Mm. and i'd bite the other one off as well just for good measure i mean that it's going to be tight i think there's a bit of me that says um we will still go down we could go down a bit, like the, a bit like the Brexit result. Let me put it that way. That's how close my mind is. Uh, I think 16th or 17th, and I'll take that. I will take that. Um, now, yeah, Southampton, I think, are going down. Um, yeah. And I don't think it will do them any harm because they're stagnated. Um, I think Leeds will drop into it, as you said, yeah. um, because they had a bit of a revival first half of the season in the March, but they like to say, that stone that's just gone down and down and down. Um, and I think if I think if Chelsea hadn't had the good start, they'd be in it as well. Now, the okay. third place, I have to say, it is between you and Forest. I think. Okay, that's fair. I really do. Um, I think West Ham will just stay above there. Bournemouth are, are, are safe now. Palace, I mean, we all laughed at Roy Hodgson, didn't we? And look at, you know, he's and yeah, what a job he's done! Yeah, yeah, and um, and Wolves have, despite getting hammered the other day, Wolves I think are going to be yeah, safe. God. Yeah, obviously I want Forest for obvious reasons. Yeah, Actually, I didn't think they would at the start of the season, but of course it's Forest. So I'd be lying if there's if there wasn't not a little bit of me, a huge bit of me that wants them to go down. However. It could well be you, I'm afraid. Um with,
0: with your mate honestly. you're not you're not offending me, you are talking <laughs> real you're talking real talk.
1: It's, it's, bec- it's because it's not that you've just sort of dropped off in the last so many games. It's it's been there for a couple of seasons. Yeah. And you've had the money, you've got a very rich owner, but he's just whether he's been advised badly or whatever, because you've been buying players like well, I'll say two two words to you, Demari Gray. I mean, he may be good for you, but it was absolutely <laughs> the he's absolutely
0: awful. He's one of our best players. That's how bad we oh, are. God.
1: He was great as a super sub, but he just but then then he earn the right to start, and then he'd be bloody awful. So he'd be dropped again. Come on, as a yeah. super sub, do well. Um, I I don't I can I would honestly say that Leicester would have not would not have done what Leicester did had we not dropped to League One
0: because
1: hmm. we had the biggest clear out ever. We sacked our manager. We got Nigel Pearson in, who funnily enough had kept Southampton up on the last day at our expense. <laughs> and then they sacked yeah. him. We got Pearson in, and the rest, as they say. But we were able to just clear everybody out that we didn't want. Um got sort of players in on loan because we weren't planning on staying there very long. We didn't, we came back up as champions. Um so it might not be the worst thing that could happen. I know it will hurt. Do you It'll hold kill. the record for having been in the top? We, we've,
0: flight? we've, been, we've, yeah, we've been in in the in the top flight the longest. I think it's That's only Arsenal. I think it's only Arsenal. Arsenal. Sorry, you've, you've been longer. And and do you know what? This this sounds crazy because the, the last one was was nineteen eighty seven. There's only three teams who've won the, the top flight league more than Everton. So. Mm. Um, it is. It is all relative. Uh, I've I've been brought up on the fact that Everton are huge. Uh, the generation below me and below again, mm. not not so much. But I'm, I'm of the generation that Everton are, are, are huge, the massive. And and it's um, it's sleepless nights time, Chris. It really is. I, I think with the um, and again, you you coming from it from the opposition, and, and I don't expect you to know the ins and outs. But our finances, uh, if you've seen that, we've already potentially breached um FFP we we're, were being investigated for that to read them dropping what
1: do you think is going to happen with that because again that's hanging over your head so you could yeah. technically stay up and then you could get a points deduction and go down
0: i think i think this what i've read a really good article on the athletic has said mm-hmm. that with the appeal process which Everton will trigger if it's a penalty yeah. it will probably drag into next season so if, if, if Everton stay, if Everton do stay up, and, and the decision is a points deduction, I think it'd roll over into into next season. But I think the the likelihood is a transfer embargo. I think that's the likelihood. And good God, God, if we can't sell some of our crabs and replace them, we'll see. I'll, I'll see. i it again <laughs> next year. <laughs> no, the
1: thing is, I mean, you shouldn't laugh. I'm sorry, but it, I, I we've been there. Uh, don't forget, we are the club that, that went out of business once and came yeah, that course. close to going out of business again um yeah. so you know we 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 know what it's like so um but th- at the end of the day you know if you go down but you survive as the club that's what you want because you have still got the club
0: yeah it'll take me a, f- a few months to to think that way <laughs> it really <laughs> will uh, and, and but- do you know and I and I get it because you've lived it you've been through it and and you are passed on your wisdom and, and I really do get it but at, but at the moment it's it's um
1: no, it it's is. Just, it, it, is feel, it feels
0: really, really tough at the moment to be an Evertonian.
1: Yeah. I, I remember last season. Sorry, I'll, I'll keep it very quick. I remember last season. I was watching uh, a Burnley and Leeds fan because wh- whoever won was standing up, and whoever lost was going down. Yeah, 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 Burnley went down, and he was in tears. And somebody said, "Would well, that be you this season?" And I said, "No." I said, "I'll, I'll cry." I said, "But sorry, I said, I'll be upset. I'll be sad." But look where we've been these last 10 years, look what we've achieved. Quarter-finals of the Champions League, that bloody thing we won back there, FA Cup, can't not be happy. And look. I lived in Berry for a while, well, I worked in Berry, sorry, for a while, and I know what it's it will mean to that town to lose its football club. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I would sooner be in a lower division with a football club, then not have a foot, And I always say with Derby, I hope that they go down and they go down and they go down, but I don't want them to go out of business because that's the worst thing that could happen. Um, do you know what,
0: Chris? I'm feeling more depressed than after <laughs> I've started the show. I've it, i it! You've
1: <laughs>
0: managed to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a massive, right. massive game uh, oh, sure. at the King Power on Monday night. Um yeah. I... I sort of agree a little bit with the comment that we had earlier from Leon that I think whoever wins it are probably the most likely um out of the two two teams to or two clubs to stay in the Premier League. I think there's a long, long way to go. It's chess not checkers. We've got five games. We're in the run. Don't know about you, Chris, but we have been talking about this running for a while now. We're in it. Yeah. this yeah. is the run. It's time it's time for 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 someone to step up and for some club to actually put a run together and get out of it. By God, I really, I really, really really hope it's everton
1: well look i mean leeds and forest have done us a favor this weekend by losing um southampton have just done what southampton (laughs) always do um and i suppose there's a little bit of me does look at it and think like yeah we have got the probably the easier (laughs) run in uh, because i think liverpool depending which liverpool turn up um they are beatable but um, then again, it's going to look more stupid if we don't, because we've got easier running. So, look, we'll, we will see. We will see. It's, uh, it is going to be 90 minutes of absolute pain. <laughs> behind the couch
0: behind the couch yeah. look, any any Leicester fans look look first of all thank you for everybody who's watched the um, the live stream this is the the first live stream that that we've done on across the park podcast it's not chris's first radio so he's he's helped me hand through all the the settings beforehand and trying to get there so i'm going to log off and, and see if i can figure out how to upload this as, as a podcast chris i might have to give you a call later for some help <laughs> because i'm not, hey, hey, I'm not the most really. tech
1: savvy <laughs> Just quickly, just have a look at the true red comment. He's a Nottingham Forest fan, and that will put Let's a smile a on
0: your face. Yeah, so so true red on on the, the YouTube comment says, "No chance we're staying up after yesterday in winning position two, mate." All I can say is, I hope you're right. I really do, yeah. and I don't mean that disrespectful. I've got I've got enough things to worry about than the Nottingham Forest leaping as us like they did on, the, on See, Wednesday, me, Wednesday Wednesday that- night.
1: If we went down and Forrest stayed up, that'd be that. Then I probably would be in tears. <laughs> yeah,
0: that, that's the one that would get you. Look, <laughs> well, uh, I think with all the comments, a lot of comments have been from from all, all, a lot of Leicester fans who are obviously uh, big on your channel. For any Leicester fans who are just discovering the stream on the Leicester hashtag, uh, you're over at Leicester T I D on Twitter. What have you got coming up on the channel, Chris?
1: A um, watch along tomorrow night. God wow. help me. I've, I, I have I have ordered a commode, so I'm hoping it will come in time. <laughs> I can just sit here and cut out the middle bit, you know. Uh, are you are you going down to the game? Mate, I'm, do
0: you know what? I'm not I'm not that good a fan. I'm really not. I've got, I've got a seasons ticket get at the ground, and I'm, I'm I'm taking my little boy to most well, games now. But the away games, since I had my first ball, it's it's been a bit of a. If and, you I'm, would I'm not, like, if gone. you would
1: like to come on and do the watch long, you would be more than welcome.
0: Uh, you put it on my toes. Um I'll i I'll see how I feel. I'll see how I feel. you don't mind. I don't wanna I don't wanna commit. I, I might be too many pints in to make sense. Come kick off.
1: I can mean, not I I I understand that scouse accent anyway. We might be able to understand you after a couple of pints.
0: <laughs> so I'm, I'm big watching.
1: I was watching that Liverpool game the other day and I'll keep saying I do apologize, I'm keeping you in. Um, when they played Forest and Forest went one nil up, I went, bloody Liverpool, you know, again, they're letting us down. And then they equalised. Oh, well done, Liverpool. Then Forest went 2-1 up and then all the fucking scousers, they're all on benefits. You've cut the benefits off. They don't want to be English. And then at the end, they won. I went, I always love Liverpool. Oh, I'm, I'm, I've, got,
0: I've got i've got breaking news for you liverpool fans aren't scouts don't ever give the scouts liverpool fans are all from nope. norway they're from scandinavia <laughs> they're from london they're not scouts trust me they're, they're my, my, my scouts friend yeah my scouts friends don't go to the game that's a different story for a different podcast chris it's been fantastic to have you on across the park the podcast on, for the second time this season let's hope that we can do this again as um Yes. Two Premier League teams next season. I, it I would is. wish you, I would wish you all the best. I would be lying to your face if I did. For oh, me, well, works. Works
1: both ways, mate.
0: For <laughs> me, it's up the Toffees, and for you, I imagine it's up the Foxes. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> Definitely up the Foxes, and uh, let's hope you choke on a on, on a sticky sweet on Monday. Oh, let's hope not. Thank you, everybody, the Leicester fans as well, for joining the live stream and
0: the Evertonians. As always, we are at Across the Park PC on Twitter and Instagram. Good luck for the blue boys tomorrow. And I mean the ones playing in white. Up the toffees.
1: Thanks, Chris, again for joining Across the Park Podcast.